Welcome everybody to Black Coffee and Theology. We, I, I personally, I won't speak for you, but I was raised to practice Christianity as certainty and, mm. and as control. So to, to like know right from wrong and to do the right thing and to, to control your pesky physicality, including your emotions to be good enough. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was a, it was a religion largely, not totally, but largely about having enough certainty and enough control over ourselves and our environment to avoid pain really it's about like circumventing as much humanness as possible and what i honestly thank god for in the way that pain has been a um companion in my story is that pain has prompted me into fuller personhood into like getting to i get to and you do too. I know that I know in how you talk that you get to encounter this God too. I get to encounter this God that I do not understand and yet is full of love. Mm -hmm. I don't have to make sense of it. And True. I get to encounter this Jesus who is fully human mm -hmm. and, and by the spirit really does dwell within me. Like there is mm -hmm. a, I am never alone because of my union with Christ. And that's, that's like real and mysterious and beautiful. Um, and it's, as I've had to shed all of this stuff that was laid on top of scripture that I get to encounter this God who is already here with me and already mm, accepts me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just, I think, so much we have to shed um yeah. all these things that man my younger self would be just terrified to hear someone like me talk <laughs> <laughs> i say this sometimes that a younger you know it doesn't even have to be too young uh, 10 years ago yeah me would actually hate who i am now in a lot of ways and that's sad to me mm -hmm. um yeah and 15 years ago that person would hate the type of man that I am mm. uh but I have grace for that younger version too yeah. um I had to like who yeah, I totally. could tell you some things but I want to hug it out but I would have had contempt for my younger self would have contempt for my current self mm. and I think largely she would have been suspicious mm -hmm. so she would have felt concerned mm. I don't know about you Robert but like I think that's something I encounter over and over again is this like evangelical concern yeah. <laughs> take like, you out for a cup of coffee to yeah, express the like concerns. i'm worried i'm a little worried about you um like we're it's it's been really exposing the the more that i've like come to know this god who is just already with me um the more that i it's almost like exposes how much of the Christianity that I used to practice was about anxiety. It was about managing anxiety. Um, and like 
being afraid of just allowing someone to be where they are. Like if I truly believe that God is good and kind and present, active in this world with us, I don't have to be worried about my friend's salvation. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can like really trust that God, there, there are arms, like to go back to the beginning of our conversation, there are arms holding her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't have to go like take her hands and force them off of whatever she's doing in her life to put them back on to the Bible and God so she'll hold on tight. It's like, no, I trust that there are everlasting arms under every single one of us. And I can like, God is patient. God is patient with us. And God is persistent. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I've shed that suspicion. Yeah. I think there's this evangelical obsession with, you know, do you, you alluded to it, uh, your salvation, are you saved? And the more I walk with God, that's not a question for me. It's, are you safe? Mm-hmm. and that. that you know that points to wholeness i don't care if kj i, I actually don't care did yeah. you did you pray the sinner's prayer i don't know i don't, don't care, care. <laughs> are you safe do you feel whole that is my mission in this world is to bring about wholeness in such a way that people feel safe mind body soul spirit to bring about circumstances where people's whole being is considered, right? Like that yes. is who I know God to be. And that's who, that's my reflection uh, yes. of what I want to be in this world, right? So I'm not bringing you for coffee to, to talk about my concerns about Christ. I'm trying to reduce harm to you so that you can be safe. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. And there's this, um, along with safety, this solidarity of uh I'm not I no longer go to meet someone and expect that I'm the one that's bringing them yeah encouragement mm-hmm. it's like God is in us mm-hmm. so I'm gonna sh- I, I like we get to practice a faith of expecting to see the God who's already here mm-hmm. in every person that we mm-hmm. meet like yeah that even even I'm a therapist. I sit and talk with people varying levels of distress in each and every person that I sit across from. There is a sacred witness. Mm. And my, I think the, my practice of faith now is to like, be willing to see that, to like encounter the image of God in the person in front of me. Mm-hmm. and the wisdom that already exists yeah in them mm-hmm. and like you're saying with safety to use whatever personal and positional power that i have yep to create a context where that radiant image of god can communicate its love their love to the world mm-hmm. in a in flourishing Mm -hmm. so to like to create that context involves um making sure a person has enough food has enough support Mm -hmm. uh 
like it's it's very it's a physical reality right to mm -hmm. to create the context where we all get to flourish mm -hmm. that's yeah. spiritual work yeah it is it is though it, you know it's the work <laughs> so i'm not asking questions about your salvation uh, i i got my own work to do um yeah yeah and i'm like you yeah it's like we think about um i don't know there's so much talk when i i think about myself of like somebody who's disabled and i have several diseases and people can like ask how are you feeling you know ad nauseum um and <laughs> you know you get asked this too and like concern well, might be concerned about how hopeless I am in some season or something and it's like why don't we think about how like giving people the context in which hope can flourish mm -hmm. like ever like it's my I feel like my whole life is about rediscovering for myself and returning those around me to the reality that to be human is to be interconnected and be interdependent and that like my hopelessness on any given day has more to say about the context in which I live than it does about the yes. state of my own heart mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the people who are saying how are you feeling and like expecting me to have more faith or have more hope on mm -hmm. my own have more of a responsibility to set my life up to have mm. enough safety yeah. and have enough support to feel hope right mm -hmm. yeah. um i just i i think the great lie of the way that we have syncretized capitalism and christianity reduces us to less than we were ever meant to be mm -hmm. um, it is our inter interdependence mm -hmm. in which we get to actually imagine and taste and see and inhabit a life where God is present. Mm -hmm. yeah. I have one last question, but one thing on that, I will often say like, it's not just my chronic pain, illness, etc that is the issue it is the context uh that i live in that is more the issue right like my yes. pain is one thing um i can't pay my bills yes when i'm in when i'm immobilized yes. that that is exacerbating the issue right that is just the issue. <laughs> just yeah. you can't heal me uh we working on that but yeah no one can heal me not being able to buy lunch is when you're that asking me how issue. am i doing child i'm trying to eat dinner tonight yes, yes. <laughs> i i get that so deeply like i said you know like i'm only just now in a place where we were able to like pay we don't have credit card debt anymore and that i didn't know that that would be possible at this point mm. in my life mm. um like we no one barely anybody thinks about the like giving each other the context in which we can have more faith mm. because yeah. we've like actually shown up for each other and stepped in and mm. changed the circumstances that surround a person mm. um yeah. and i mean often on a side note like mm. our pain is really prophesying about the way that our society is constructed to benefit 
those with the most power mm. and to oppress those without it. And our pain is saying, this is not okay. This is not okay. Like, yeah. so that's why, you know, to go back to that piece that you read, that poem, like our tears are sacred speech because they mm. are, they are bearing witness mm. to the place where um, God is desiring and inviting us all into a, a reality where everybody can flourish. Mm, yeah. So my lack of flourishing is actually sacred speech, bearing witness to what could be. And yours mm. is too. Yeah. Um, it's not just my personal individual problem. Like my body having pain is actually my body saying something really important about the context in which I live. Mm, yeah it's beautiful yeah. uh one last question i am curious if you have either a favorite part of the book of common courage a favorite photograph a favorite you know you know spill some tea for us you oh, know gosh. <laughs> you know well this is actually dead on with what we were just talking about um let me see if i can find it it's okay take I, your time. <laughs> there's the the piece that says like re, i don't know if you've gotten to this yet religion said sanctification met mm-hmm. making myself small you got mm-hmm. into that one yet okay no. let me find it let me find it um there's you know so many spots in here where like it felt like a confession like yeah <laughs> just saying the thing um that you're not usually allowed to say <laughs> yeah okay, religion said sanctification yeah yeah got it yeah um okay do you want me to read it yeah please okay i'll read it <laughs> all right so this is one of my favorite pieces um yeah let's see let it bring up whatever it needs to bring up whoever's listening Religion said sanctification meant making myself small. The church handed me scissors and commanded, get to work. Cut away all the parts of you that are flesh. I became more scissors than a self. I swallowed a story of war as grace. I made my mind a general, barking orders to march hard. I declared corporeal war for spiritual gain. Truth against tissue, faith against fear, holiness against the heart. I named my skin an enemy to subjugate, my feelings foes to fight, and my desires rivals to oppose. I marched until I collapsed. What good is a Christian soldier marching as to war with the cross of Jesus crushing them into the floor? My body was never territory to colonize, but down on the ground in the dirt and the grime, I could see past the lies to a riven side. Holes and hands spoke peace to mine. The scissors were never spiritual. The war was never divine. The truth was that this body is already a place with holiness inside. Sanctification is like stitching the sinew to the soul, 
and grace is but a thread, sewing mind and body whole. The body is not a barrier between the Bible and belief. It is the tissue where tenderness can speak the truth in relief. Your body is already the dwelling place of God. Black Coffee and Theology Pod is a production of Three Black Men, the podcast about theology, culture, and the world around us. Follow us on Twitter at Three Black Men. If you like the content that you are receiving here and want to receive more, whether that is in longer conversations, essays, devotions, and videos from either myself, Sam, or Trey, please sign up for for our Patreon at patreon.com slash three black men. Don't forget to like, rate, and review Black Coffee and Theology Pod as well as Three Black Men.